0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast, ain't another place that has got more bass Rump past your mom dad's listening to TomCast, talking everything to make you sad, we don't want that, we're here to make you smile, put your mind at ease, peace, love and bloom and always praise Keanu Reeves, this what we about, get some weedin' now, we'll talk until we can't no more and then we peace out, alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast, it's the Penny Bloom. everybody and welcome in to winter is blooming a game of thrones rewatch podcast by us the penny bloom podcast today we are on our fourth penultimate episode we've got season four episode nine titled the watchers on the wall written by D D, david benioff and db weiss directed by neil marshall i'm colton robertson and i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, and this is one that I have been so excited for ever since mm. we began this project. I think this one uh, this one flies under the radar, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah uh, sadly. I don't know, I can't believe it. Like, I,
1: I know, I knew, Egret's death was the main thing I remember from this episode, but I don't remember, like, how freaking awesome this whole battle was. Like, I mean, always- it's...
0: Yeah, it's beautiful to look at. So I want to give a little respect Mm. to uh, the cinematographer here uh, Mm -hmm. in David Franco, because this gentleman has been Dave Franco. (laughs) Not not that that, that, that Dave Franco. Mm. Uh, Mm. But uh, he's he's worked on a great many things. He was uh, the second unit director of photography for Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm. He was the director of photography. uh, The. The. Credits as director of photography colon China. Um so if if a scene was shot in China in Revenge of the Sith. Um in China?
1: Yeah. Revenge of the Sith, maybe a volcano? Maybe Mustaf. I don't know where Mustafar even is, if they even if that was even Mostly anywhere near a volcano. volcano as far but as yeah, I'm I'd assume
0: but huh. Yeah, no. Uh director of photography in China for Revenge of the Sith, which is interesting. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, just a couple of my favorites. Uh, favorite movies, so that's that was fun to see that he worked on them. And he works on one of my favorite episodes of uh, Game of Thrones ever, because this, this one's fucking gorgeous. I mean, I think this one kind of sets the standard for what the epic battle episodes of Thrones mm. become. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this walks so that, like, Battle of the Bastards Ooh. and uh, The Long Night can fucking fly, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, because the only other... Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the other episodes that have been spent on one location and one location only. And I know Blackwater, Blackwater was only at Kingsland. I think, is that the only one?
0: That's that it. is. We haven't had another one like that. And
1: this is, I'd take this episode over Blackwater any day. Like, mm-hmm. I have just the suspense that built, like, was building at the beginning. And it, I don't know. I think I just like the, the storyline at the wall more as well. Instead of like, it's just Stannis coming in and getting wiped out by a bunch of dragon fire at, you know, or wildfire at the end. No, this but, is a
0: long. This is a long running mm. payoff here. This, this almost, mm-hmm. you know, you got this battle of ancient orders, almost, or an ancient order versus a people who they have always had beef with. Mm. You know, yep. like uh,
1: For we've heard, we've heard tale of events. this
0: war to come since season two. Winter you know, like,
1: and this isn't even the winter part. This no. is just the, the wildlings that have all united. Like uh, it's not even the actual threat that they thought that they'd be fit, or I guess I don't know. There's multiple threats that that are beyond <laughs> the beyond the wall. And the Wildling's just one of them. But yeah, no, this uh, I don't know. This I, I can't believe how like you're right, how like under the radar I was on this episode, like, and how I didn't really hold this one up there with with all the other ones because you asked me before. I would have probably put Blackwater above this episode before watching it. Like I I don't know. I just. I, it's a I think just more there's a f- moment, a you know? memorable moment, yeah, it just has yeah. like that that bam, just the yeah, app just boom, everyone exploding and dying, it's just very visually memorable, but this one is like the whole everything that's happening like uh, there's so many oh, little it's, interactions. it's also
0: happening to characters you like, you mm-hmm. know, that's like true. uh when it comes to the Battle of the Blackwater, you know you like Braun and you like Tyrion. You don't mm-hmm. like much of anybody else who's actually in danger when you're, when you're down there. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, but you're looking at man, this one. Yeah. I thought Samwell was fucked. Like the first time I watched this, I think Samwell is done for. I, he is going to die. Love that guy, but rest in peace, man. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, if Oberon Martell died last week, Samwell Tarly's dying this week. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Egret, yeah. John, like they're all at risk, you know, and that's, uh, you kind of enjoy pretty much everyone here, except except Alistair Thorne and the Fence. You know what I'm saying, and Jano Slint. But every everyone else, you, you you're kind of a fan of. Uh, oh, Slint! Yeah, oh,
1: they like slint. it. This is a a good laugh. Like now, just like now, knowing it, it's coming, I'm just like, yeah, all right. You go down to your hide hole. You know, up but like already already up on the wall when he's starting like to to be like, oh ho, yeah. oh, uh, no, no, those are uh, fake giants. Aren't even giants real. Aren't real.
0: These yeah, things of legend. There's children.
1: two right fucking there, dude. You get yeah. like open your eyes.
0: Um, but no, I'd be just... being a fucking real one and being like, yo, <laughs> you need to fucking leave, man. Uh, I
1: almost gave Grin the character for this. Dude, like, a, I don't know
0: he's I a goodie. So let's, yeah. let's okay, really yeah. dig it. Let's we dig sure. into it. There's a
1: whole lot that happens. I think yeah, it'd there's, be plenty. there's plenty, better take
0: this it. A yeah. Comprehensive breakdown. <laughs> so, we're gonna start at the wall where we will finish. Um, mm-hmm. And the first scene is my favorite scene, actually. John and Sam standing atop the wall, staring out into the darkness of the north, awaiting the imminent Wildling invasion. And Sam's like, "So, what was he like?" And John's like, "What? What? What of it?" And you know, <laughs> being with a woman. Uh, <laughs> this whole this whole fucking thing, incredible, and, and and a big payoff from one of their earlier interactions from. The, like the foundation of their friendship oh. you know like uh you know i'm sure you've slept with something nope never you know got close mm-hmm. once but uh now they can pay it off with like him being like yeah and the way he <laughs> describes it like you know you you're tangled up in them and they tangled up in you and for a, little for a bit, minute, I mean, me. I mean, I mean, for a
1: longer, he, like, I, I felt like he like said a little bit and he's like, wait, well, I don't want to make it sound like I, I went quick there. It actually, yeah. you know, I don't know. He like, uh, but I love how he just kept stumbling and like, just yeah. always like going oh, back. Oh no, no, I'm not like, a
0: bleeding poet.
1: Oh no, it's great, man. It's awesome. You know, what else do we want to say? Like, it's just, yeah. a, it's just a great experience. I but I love like Sam just being like, well, you know, we're all going to die in a lot sooner than I planned. So you you're the only me. way. Yeah. yeah. The closest thing I'm ever going to get to that. So just let me know. You know, like I just, their interactions were, were so good. Yeah. Just the, the calm before the battle. I think that's where like the best scenes actually come from is like, just... I
0: think in most battle episodes, it's kind of where the best moments mm-hmm. come from. You know, yeah. uh, I like that, you know, something that season eight gets a lot of flack for is that in a six episode season, we're not doing a lot in the first couple episodes. You know, uh yeah, but I love season eight episode two. You know, I think what's funny about looking back on the reception of season eight is it doesn't get real bad. The reception of season eight until the Night King dies and so does the rest of the army of the dead. And it's just like, oh, well, we're halfway through the season and this yeah. is that's just it. You know, but like for the first few weeks, people were like, oh, fuck, yeah, this season's awesome. And that episode two where it is literally nothing but the night before, basically, mm-hmm. you know, that's they they made th- these few minutes the entire episode. And I think that you get so many great emotional little beats from everybody because Amon says it later in the episode. You know, there's no greater time to reflect and live in the past than when you think death is imminent. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Aiden, Aiden was a real one here. I I don't know where he was hiding out, you know, or wherever during this battle. Um, but oh, I just yeah, I just he
0: fooling somewhere.
1: Yeah, I just like I don't know. I've never thought about that until this watch. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, where where was Aiden at? Like, you know, the, he's maybe it's just in the library. Just
0: uh, he's just going it. to fucking town. He's going <laughs> full shirt, M way, Matt Murdock, Daredevil out <laughs> yeah. there, bro. yeah.
1: Put on a mask so no one can suspect it's actually him. He's like Ma- Maester Pisel but turned to a hundred, you know? He's yeah. like just, everyone doesn't expect a thing from him. <laughs> so that's, yeah, don't know. No, I, I, I'm, I'm curious if, uh, I, I thought I saw, I didn't take count because it was just too much at one point, but they said there was only 102 Night's Watchmen left and I could have sworn there was more than 102 Night's Watchmen that I saw die on screen. Like the amount of death you know like i'm That's I'm actually true. wondering That's what the number like i don't it i mean 102 is a lot more than you think actually like seeing how many deaths um but i wonder yeah. how many like we the actually left. saw die versus how much they say is left you know because i feel like a shit ton died like i mean if i had At to throw a number them. yeah i would throw them. like 50 60 um, if I had to throw a number, but like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, no, yeah, 150 Nights Watchmen died here. Whenever you know, just because you needed people to get splat and you know dead for the episode,
0: whatever. There's some, there's um, some of my favorite ever Thrones kills in this episode, and ooh, we will discuss that more later. But this uh, is true, yeah, a lot but of yeah. More, kind of more to this scene, that. my favorite scene. I want to spend a little time on it mm, since I didn't mm-hmm. give it that. Uh, true, the true. other part of the scene that I absolutely love is Sam being like. John being like, "Oh, you would, you'd break your vows," and him being like, "Well, you know, actually, there's nothing that actually explicitly says we can't have sex." So basically, I read the rule book word <laughs> by word,
1: and it says, "Yeah, we can't have a wife, and yeah, we can't have a kid." It's pretty clear about that. It's awfully specific, do, but what we do before that is up for interpretation. And like, yeah, it's like,
0: well, well, and we're this not this wrong. actual this conversation actually comes up. Like it comes through in an interesting way, I think. Where John's like, uh, you know, I don't think the Nights Watch cares much for interpretation. Mm. So later on, he decides to interpret the vow when he dies and comes back to life as being the end of his vow. He's like, you know what? That's it. Technically, I died. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. uh... Uh, he used he did use a technicality there, but. I mean, he did right. die. There's like, nothing I mean, that explicitly he did, says he did. Come if you back. die and come back to life, you gotta serve.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, I hell, I wouldn't. I mean, I think he's done at the end of this episode. He's pretty much done taking orders from anyone. Like he, I yeah. don't think he really cares about the rules or the technicalities about it anymore. I, he's
0: just no man. That's what this is the episode where John becomes John officially.
1: Oh, oh. Uh, and it was.
0: It's actually. Massively impressive to see that happen. You know, like, uh, John's been through stuff. We've seen him, we've seen him go through a lot of shit. This is the first time he's been in battle. Mm -hmm. You know, like hardened by battle. He's, he's, he's fought for survival a couple of times, him versus six Hmm. people. You know, he's, he's he's fought against people, but he's never been in war, Mm -mm. you know, and, what he experiences here is the loss that war can bring you on an, on an extremely personal level. And yeah. he becomes the brooding, hardened bastard that we know and love in this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's uh, and that's why I, I, we're still in the first scene. I gave Kit Harrington my performance uh, yeah. for, yeah, for these.
1: I would. I thought so for him at first. Um, But I think another one sneaked in there for me. Uh, But he's getting my character, without a doubt, John. this episode. Hmm. Um, I just think for that reason, uh, exactly, that there was like a moment whenever Gren told uh, whatever the fuck. uh, Janos. Yeah, Slint to go down and, you know, uh, you're needed down there. He's
0: like, yeah, you know what?
1: That moment right there. I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Artres, I, I, like, I don't know, like almost a tear, yeah, almost like a tear fell from my eye. I'm like, yeah. now that's my boy, John Snow, you know, like yeah. lead, look around, see your men you're leading here. And like, so I, yeah, he was, he got my character now just for all the, I don't know, the decisions at the end, a whole lot of, a whole lot of things, but, uh, mm. almost got my performance as well. But I yeah, I, I, lo- figured- I
0: love him in this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like we finally see, I've been mm-hmm. waiting for it. You know, mm-hmm. like specifically watching John and going, "What was the actual point when I decided? Oh, you know what? This right, is my favorite character yeah. in the show, and I think it's got to be here." You know what I'm saying? Like it, because it, 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 I the ball had already been rolling. You know, I liked his, mm-hmm. I liked his storyline, but this is the point when you go, "Oh, I fucking love John Snow, dude." Mm. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, John offers. To go ahead and take the watch for the rest of the night, tell Sam to go ahead and head below and get some sleep before the battle. And as, uh, Sam steps into the wooden lift and begins to descend the wall, an owl lands atop and begins hooting loudly. Uh, the same, Mm-mm. same sound we heard prior to the molestown, uh, kind of destruction caused by the wildlings that Gilly knew, oh, that means they're here. Um, they, they got another warg, the Then, who is a member of the platoon outside under the command of Tormund and Stir. And uh, they've set up camp just outside the southern entrance to Castle Black. Tormund boasts uh, a bit here about, you know, her fangs were sharp that evening. And, and I like that it's kind of ambiguous what yeah. he's talking about for a little bit. It, it, and then, and then when Egret goes, you never fucked a bear. You know, you never fucked a bear. I don't want to hear you talk about you fucking the bear.
1: <laughs> like, I want. I don't know. Do you think yeah, Tormund's kind of? the – I say he makes up this story just to. I don't know to boost morale, whatever. But I, I could see. I could see Tormund actually going about this. You know, like I know. He, I. I don't know. I think I'm more on Egret's side here. I don't think he fucked a bear. Yeah, like
0: just, that, just, I. Just I, I would believe him had Egret not so confidently been like, I know you never fucked a bear. Mm-hmm. you know You <laughs> yeah yeah i don't so... want to hear about the bear that you
1: never fucked, dude right, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's that's, that's this. the line yeah that's what, it yeah. so
0: fucking good <laughs> and if we got more of the pre-battle interactions with egret there was a good chance she got my character i just don't think mm. sadly for her death episode i don't think there's enough with her to have given her that yeah uh, because i mean she we haven't been shy about giving it to her in the past she's gotten four character nods before which mm. is uh wow. like top five in terms of numbers, which is kind of crazy. Um, uh, but Egret's the shit, you know. So like this little back and forth, the uh, the intensity she's coming with whenever they're talking about uh, you know, what are they gonna do with Jon Snow? Mm. Uh,
1: he's my, he's mine. any of if any of you even try, you'll get an arrow too. Like I she was mm-hmm. she was letting everyone know. Like yeah, they were kinda And they all they all know it.
0: They all oh, know yeah. what she's about.
1: Yeah. Uh no, uh, she. I don't know. She had a, a lot of good lines here. Like, uh, oh, you know, sure. we may we might be here a while. We may have to sit a while. She's like, "Good, that's more arrows, more crows for me to kill." And Like everyone's like, "Shit!" Like,
0: damn, okay. she's damn. intense about yeah, like, this.
1: Like, okay, we get and, it. Like, you know, it sucks
0: that steer. You know, he's he's mm. right. You know, whenever he's like, uh, I think you got more words than you do, uh, than you do arrows. You know, and I know she she didn't hesitate to kill any mm. crow besides. John Snow, you know, but, uh, yeah, she, no she was not going to be the person to kill John. And, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't know it until the moment came. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they go back and forth briefly about her ginger minge. Um, and they claim that, uh, you know, that she, she doesn't have it in her, but just outside the camp, we see a, uh, shaded person cradling something passing by the wildlings unnoticed. Uh, hmm. which I thought was interesting. I don't think that comes back around really.
1: No, well, I think that's Gilly. Oh is it Gilly? Like, oh yeah it
0: is. It is.
1: Like I, I, now it I, you bringing it back up, I forgot that it was even there, but now that like we see Gilly yeah, run up to the gate. Next. Yeah I'm like, why'd she get that close? She got real close to him. Like I guess only I don't know way to, she, only only way to the gate. Me, I guess she kinda had to but yeah, dang. I didn't yeah. Wow I didn't even until you brought it back up, I didn't even... Because I remember when I first saw it, I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? I'm like, is that, like...
0: Well, actually, I didn't even see it. The breakdown mentions it, and I'm like, I don't think that comes back around, does it? Uh, oh, you oh, yeah, it was, like,
1: climbing, like, you saw, like, uphill. And then it was just, like, yeah, a hooded figure. You could tell, like, they were holding something, but now now the, it was her baby. Now that I'm thinking baby. about yeah. it, yeah. And then she just kind of, right. like, just keeps walking, like, towards yep. uh, towards Castle Black, so... Huh, okay, gotcha. that makes sense now, though. Gotcha.
0: But uh, all the while, Sam is caught reading a book about wildlings. Uh, he's he's caught by Maester Eamon, and Eamon correctly guesses that Sam is reading the book because he wants to know what kind of fate might have befallen Gilly. Um, I love the way Sam, you, you know, Eamon's like, there's only one person who'd be wasting candles in the middle of the night to How'd read. How'd
1: you know it was me, Maester Amon? He's like, oh, dude, come on. You, who... Who the fuck else?
0: There is yeah, literally no one else besides you and yeah. me who comes into this library, and I'm right here, you know? Yeah, this, this was my
1: favorite scene. Another calm That's before the battle. I just, it was. I don't know, just the Sam's doing his Sam thing, you know, and I don't know, just trying to read up on the wildlings, get to know him before the battle, whatever. I don't know, or if it's perhaps some comfort with Gilly. But I don't know, I just love the, like, Eamon is... He's just too experienced. You can tell this dude has just been around, and he knows, like, just, I don't know, very wise, very wise man. And I just, I love the, like, back and forth of Sam being like, no, I don't. He's like, no, you love her. He's like, no, no, I don't, I swear. He's like, no, I, I could tell when when you first spoke and you brought her in here that yeah. you loved her. He's like, no, I knew right then and there. Um, And then Sam's like, well, have... You know, have you ever loved... Or I, I don't even think he asks. Like, Eamon's like, Yeah, I used to love I someone. I love weird. once. And Steve's like, what? How's that even possible? And then Eamon's like, dude. Are you fucking for real, dude? And he's like, you, you, you just... You, you you saw White Walkers and and all that wild shit, and your wife maybe, or your lover maybe dead, but you can't believe that I wasn't like you when I was younger? Right. I don't know, just... Uh, like, I don't I don't think if he has this... This conversation with Eamon, then he's like as calm as he is throughout the the whole battle, like I think this is um if he would have just kept reading and kept like getting more and more scared um if Eamon didn't come down oh, yeah. and and quiet him out then then we wouldn't have gotten you know him giving Pip his last kind of i think pip right is that the yeah. the yeah poor pip, but like i don 't know Sam like Sam's interactions throughout this whole episode I just absolutely adored, and I thought he. He saw so much character development here. Mm. Um that's That's why why I gave I I gave him my performance.
0: And I gave him Um, my character.
1: So yeah, I think I like how we we spread spread the love a little bit with Kit Harrington and
0: and, uh just flipped it.
1: Yeah, but John Bradley. I don't know, think John John Bradley, he uh he did did very well. He had to play the frightened Sam for a little bit, but then this like stoic like just having it all down no battle experience really whatsoever but he's the one like telling everyone to calm down and like yeah like the no one line that he had like with pip like i don't know i think he just he had a lot of a lot of range this episode and i uh, i don't know i really i really liked him so i wanted to uh it, it was maybe gonna be a clean sweep with john this episode but uh
0: no i, I think that I and that's the to, thing is that i brain. expected that but i was shocked to find that that wasn't at all the case for me like uh mm. In fact, mm-hmm. until the end of this episode I wasn't even going to give him performance. Um wow. It, it is the ending that kind of seals that for me, but uh yeah. up until then it was going to be a clean sam sweep for me, like as far as the character and performance because uh mm-hmm. John Bradley does fantastic in this episode. This is kind of the episode you know, we see John kind of become John. I think Sam is uh like he's he's almost reached like the the pinnacle of who he's supposed to be, sort of. Mm. You know, cause after this interaction, whenever they, they announce that a writer's approaching <laughs> and, uh, Sam's coming down and he's like, let open the gate. And Pip's open like, the, I can't. They told me the, I can't. Yeah. Pip, <laughs> open the fucking gate. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. you and know, Pip was, was even like,
1: like he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Hey, man, open, I've never open, heard oh, you curse like that. Okay. Man. He's like, okay. I'll
0: open the gate, man. This must be serious. Um, uh, no, I fucking loved that. And that's that was when I wrote Sam down and was like there's mm-hmm. literally no way that another character beats him here because <laughs> I mean this whole scene uh when he welcomes Gilly back and he's like uh mm-hmm. I will never leave you again, wherever you go, I go. And that was one that I almost picked for my line as well. Ooh, that's a um, good one.
1: Yeah, that that is a good one. No, I I don't know. There was so like usually a line will hit me and I'll like no, like right right then and there. But this one, I don't know, I'm just so yeah, there's Enveloped no developed like, in the chaos that right. like I'm so much else is going on that like there but there were so many lines that got like me to even be like Yeah like get get hype with oh, them yeah. or like or like even like a one like this where it's not a hype moment but I'm like screaming for Sam or screaming like, for John. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He's got he's got his baby back and like Sam and my, baby boy, is, my brave
1: yeah. boy. Yeah, he even calls him like my brave little boy or something yeah. like that. Like it was so yeah, so
0: cute just getting them. Back with each other. Um, no, I loved that, man. And uh I love that uh, you know, their re the reunion is cut short here by a couple blows from the horn, indicating that Mance's wilding army has finally begun their assault. And thus uh, Sam rushes to get Gilly to safety inside the castle while other brothers in the Night's Watch prepare for the impending attack. And atop the wall, John hears the horns and looks north, where we witness what is apparently The biggest fire the North has ever seen.
1: I guess it's a perspective thing, maybe. You know, we're on top of the wall, so we're like super high up and it's actually very far away. And I guess at the time, this is a pretty big fire for them. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a large,
0: this is an objectively large fire, but the biggest fire the North has ever seen. I think like what I'm anticipating. When I hear the, hear you say the biggest fire that like light up as far as I can see, dog, you know, like maybe really,
1: I mean really I guess
0: shit all over Smokey the
1: Bear. Maybe that's how big a hundred thousand is. Like maybe right. they're just like, all right, as we walk up, let's get as spread out as we can, and then we'll light up, you know, because like they don't have cars. I mean, they have horses and stuff. I guess like yeah. Well, they could have just had, like, one or two guys just kept going out, you know, on horses and
0: <laughs> something. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't well, know. He what's could've... even more impressive is that this, fi- like, I'll give it a little credit. To light a fire this large, apparently this quickly, is is pretty impressive. That's true. Because John was sitting up there looking out there, and, and he doesn't is... see the fire until the horns blow.
1: And Tormund and the all the cannibal people, they can see it. From that's the other true. side of the wall. And I think that's the main point. I think that was the point of being like, Yeah, the are the people who are gonna be on the other side of the wall they're in this time. They'll be able to see that fire that's and they'll true. know that it's time. Um, yeah.
0: No, so I don't wanna I don't wanna talk too much but, shit on the fire, right. the North. You're has right, ever seen. though. I mean you're uh, right. It's but, a fantasy
1: TV show and we're seeing giants and mammoths and this shit walk out. I, I well, like, light we my shit
0: up as far as the eye can see, bro.
1: Like wildfire's the as thing. Fuck. It'll, it'll wildlings could have had some like ice fire tech shit. You know, it could have been blue right. fire. Like just all just did the whole fucking forest up in flames or something, but it's okay. It's hey, okay. It is
0: what it is. I just expected more of the biggest fire the North has ever seen. Uh yeah. but yeah, it's a, it's a, quite the conflagration of uh of wildlings. But south of the wall, the then Wargs owl spots the fire and informs Steer. And that the time has come to attack. So they don't see it. The the Thens fucking warged oh, owls. That's it. right, because the owl's on top of the wall. So it isn't yeah. even big enough to see
1: from the other side. Yeah, this no, they're really no, they, really, they really uh, flopped. Yeah, now you know what? This episode is trash. I hate it. Played. Now. No. They <laughs> could
0: have <laughs> slayed, but they flopped. Uh yeah. but uh, nevertheless, uh the time has come to attack, and John approaches Sir Alistair Thorne. Who's finally like, Well, you know what? You you can say I told you so, man. Yeah, we a hundred thousand strong, you say. We absolutely should have sealed that yeah. fucking tunnel.
1: Yeah, whenever he's standing up there and it's pretty clear he's like, Well, that's the easiest decision I could have ever made, but you just didn't believe you know, like what like I don't know. Is it just that he didn't want to believe that an army was actually coming there?
0: Or I gotta guess there's there's there has to be a degree of denial and just intense distrust of john which we know he has we know he doesn't like john so mm, yeah. i think there might be validity in the idea that alicer truly questions john's you oh, know uh, okay loyalty so and he literally tells them that he told mance that they had thousand men, not 100 men. So maybe there's something there where he starts thinking like what if he inflated their number to us to make us more intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know like uh th- there's just a lot that could be going on in Alistair's head. I don't think it's anything beyond him being jealous of him being a young hot uh, badass. <laughs> um Yeah. But okay. uh, yeah, no cuz I mean it,
1: this was I don't know really nice interactions between them though. Like him just being like, "Well, all right, yeah. No, you were right. I'm kind of dumb." But I still hate you, though. Like and remember that. If we live through this, which we will, um, I hate you still. I got, I got my boy.
0: My boy's over there. Got to have, got to have John. Got to yeah. have John on the pod. Uh, mm-hmm. little, little pop figure. Um, I but no, Alistair. Ground ground. I, this For is me. the one episode, and there are no other episodes where he is a likable character. Mm. This is the only episode he is a likable character. Cause I, I really enjoyed him in this one. And, uh, again, I considered, I considered him, uh, sooner on than I did, uh, Kid Harrington or Jon Snow for my, cause mm. I, I think that, uh, he does a fantastic job here where he, uh, grimly muses that leadership often means being second guessed by every clever little twat <laughs> with a mouth. And when a man in charge second guesses himself, that's when everything is doomed. Um, and it's, uh, it's quite funny that he would muse about leadership being second guessed, uh, because he literally assassinates and commits a mutiny against Jon Snow later on.
1: Oh, that's Okay. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I mean, a good lesson though, to be taught, uh, maybe just, he's not, not the best leader to follow his own lessons, but at least, at least he knows that that's what you're supposed to do, you know, as a good leader. Um, but I don't know, John always has, like, these moments with someone. Like, him with Ned, uh, right before he, he leaves, gives him, like, a lesson. Him with, for Eamon, I feel like, gives him a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, Mormont, yeah, Lord Commander Mormont, whenever he was alive, gave him, like, a lesson on top of the Dance wall, I think. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know, just all these these little tidbits that are, like, fueling his leadership, you know, just his leadership bucket of experience. Like, yeah, just right. a little bit at a time, and, like, it's just... What makes him? I don't know. Like, it's not that he. Like with Daenerys, it's like she's clearly already where she needs to be, and like she's already at the top of like at peak. Like I don't know, she's already peaked, Mm -hmm. Daenerys. But John, it's like just the slow burn over a long time that you just you keep liking him more and more and more. Like every time he gets like another notch on his. No,
0: that's what's cool. That's what's cool about the dichotomy between. Uh, Daenerys and Jon is the irony is that uh, he's born to it you know like he's he is legitimately Aegon Targaryen the heir to the Iron Throne he is born to be a king Mm -hmm. but uh, he he has to rise from the bottom meanwhile Daenerys who would not be considered for the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms if there were other Targaryens Mm -hmm. left because she's a woman because that's just the way westeros works Mm -hmm. like she's she's got it like that and she wants to make sure you fucking know she's got it like that it's kind of fascinating to see that john kind of learns it whereas daenerys it's kind of innate you know she she yeah just kind of rose to the top and that was that she
1: saw her opportunity and she took it Mm um i don't know yeah they're kind of like on a like inverse path. Like Mm -hmm. Daenerys is like, she already started so strong. She had, she did have a climb, but now it's like season one
0: with the Dothraki for
1: sure. You you like her now, but then it's like, you're, you're already behind killing slave owners and all that stuff. But I don't know. It's there's, there's something that's like tugging you away from Daenerys a little bit. Like, Oh, maybe that decision wasn't actually right. Like, I don't know. Like it's, you, you still like her and you know that she's like the leader you get behind, but it's like these little things that kind of pull you back. But for Jon, it's the opposite. It's like, Every single time he does something, it's just like, oh, I, I would follow that man to the right. ends of the earth. Like, I don't know. It's like this this slow burn.
0: Um we get that time. first little payoff in this yeah. one for him mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of stepping into that role, but uh regardless, Thorne's little lesson for John ceases and stealing himself for the impending siege. Thorne begins barking orders to the archers <laughs> knock your arrows. <laughs> Does knock mean draw? No, sir. Do y'all plan on dying tonight?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he, I mean, a dick, but uh, I'm uh, I'm, good in this a one. great dick in this This episode. is kind of one of those times, know, times you realize perfect.
0: why he's in the position he's in. You mm-hmm. know, like, we've been giving nothing but reasons to kind of go, why the fuck would Gior make this guy the shit? You know, like, why would this guy be Gior's kind of second in command, yeah. master of arms, sort of deal? And this is one of those times where you go, "Oh, I like genuinely in this moment when you're left yeah. with no choice, you'd follow him." You know, like he rallies men behind him in a way that you don't see a lot of people capable of doing. Yeah. So, like, I, uh, I, I enjoyed him in this, in this, uh, in this episode, big time. But uh, oh yeah,
1: no, he, he knows his weapons. Like he, and he knows his way around him. Like he, he's pretty clean with it. And like, it takes just a different kind of person to, to lead in battle. Like Mm. you gotta just have a little bit of crazy in you. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't put myself there whatsoever. Like, it's just like, holy, like what? I don't know. It's insane. But I think that's like, he's a piece of shit every other day of the week though. But man, if it's, if it's battle time. Like, yeah, I I would
0: kind of want him. I kind of fuck with that guy. Yeah. yeah. Kind of fuck you know, with you, dog. I'd
1: want him on my team. I, yeah, I wouldn't want him against me, I guess. So. No,
0: for sure. But uh amidst the beginning of the battle, Sam brings Gilly and her baby to a storage room where she can hide. And Gilly's like, wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? <laughs> you and literally like, just said you weren't going to leave the, me. <laughs> I got to <laughs> go fight with these guys, dude. And, and she's like, uh, but you just said wherever I go, you go.
1: Like, I didn't mean the same room.
0: Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I'll just be right outside, you know. Well, and this like, is okay. one of those moments where you just realize just how much heart and courage Sam has, you know, like, uh, and how selfless he is more than anything. You know, if it was up mm-hmm. to him, I'm sure he would go ahead and stick oh, around. 100%. Down
1: here. Yeah. But
0: his brothers, his brothers expect something of him and he has to live up to that vow, you know, and I respect the shit out of that in Sam. So. This, mm. this is just another little moment when they finally share a kiss here and he's like, I'm, I'm going. Like, uh, mm-hmm. he wants to do everything he can to protect them, but he's got to protect his friends even if he can't, you know, the way Gilly puts it, like, you're not, <laughs> you're not important up there. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're going to die like up there. You won't down here. You matter down here. And he was just like, no. I'm a brother of the Night's Watch. I got. I, I made a promise, and I got to keep my promise because that's what men do. And, and badass. I was like, badass. Oh Sam. Yes. Yeah, but Gilly clapping back, being like, "Well, promise me you won't die." All I right. boy. he's won't. like, "All right, I got you." Yeah, I don't like. And I, typically, I, oh.
0: that's signing a fucking death warrant. Yeah, a kiss
1: and yeah, promise me you won't die. That that was a goodbye and a half. Like that was. Yeah. Sam is. I don't know. From that point on, a first watch, yeah, Sam's gone. Um, yeah. But no,
0: I, I no. was I was just like, got to prepare myself for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, well, there's many uh,
1: moments in the episode that they really make you think, like it's a, he's about to go to mm-hmm. like a couple times, but then he's he he made a promise, he had to keep it, and he did. Yes, He did. Uh, yes, he
0: did. But uh, this, as Sam and Pip are preparing arrows at the southern gate. Oh. Pip laments that he has never seen a real battle before, and he or even held a Edged blade and Pip's like, why are you not afraid? And Sam is, you know, there are thousands of wildlings about to come at them. So yeah, of course he's scared. Uh, and Pip's like, how the fuck did you kill a white walker <laughs> of, uh, of all people? How the fuck did you kill a white walker? And he says, and again, another moment where I'm just like, There's a line here. There's a, there's a character. There's an actor here. Like everything about this scene is incredible. Uh, you know, he explains at that moment, he wasn't himself. You know, it, it didn't matter who he was. He was nothing. And when you're nothing, there is nothing to be afraid of. And he goes, then why are, why are you afraid now? You know, because I'm not nothing anymore. Yeah. I was like.
1: That's where the performance was nailed in for me. For, yeah. yeah. And I was was just like, man. Yes. Character, Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, John and Sam are right up there. And, you know, this kind
0: of works to invert my expectations from, like, literal minutes ago. Whenever, whenever I'm like, well, he's going to fucking die. And then uh, he goes, I'm not nothing anymore. And I'm like, he can't fucking die. He's He's not nothing anymore. Yeah,
1: no. Oh, no, it was beautiful and like i don't know pip poor pip like yeah he just wasn't wasn't battle experienced and hey, he got one though he, he did for sure at least that we know of he might have gotten a couple others that he didn't see i don't know but he got one um he went even i guess you know one for one <laughs> he
0: went one and one
1: um yeah his, his kd is will be no respawn here it's uh, neutral uh forever <laughs>
0: Um, bro went 0 and 0. Oh um, man. Poor Pip. Poor Pip. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking funny as Katie <laughs> But, uh, nevertheless, meanwhile, Egret spies on the castle to scout numbers of defenders and she tells the other wildlings that most of the guards are at the top of the wall, that there are few left in the castle. And the group immediately take off towards Castle Black's southern gate. And while Egret seems to have second thoughts, North of the wall, the massive wildling army emerges from the woods, their numbers, including giants, riding atop mammoths. And Alistair orders the archers on the wall to knock their arrows, but instead they draw, while Gren accidentally drops a barrel down the fucking wall. And Alistair angrily drills his men on properly following orders when another horn blows from down below signaling an unexpected attack from Tormund's band of wildlings at the Southern entrance and realizing the dire need for experienced men to defeat, uh, to defend the keep Alistair orders Janos slint to assume command of the wall's defenses and heads to heads below to join the melee and below Tormund and steers forces charge the gate while Egret acting as something of a sniper manages to pick off several men defending the gate with her bow and, uh, pip is up top firing a crossbow as sam's just reloading it for him <laughs> or like i think they're rotating crossbows yeah. like there's two of them yeah. he's just loading one handing him it loading that's, it handing him it i mean pretty
1: that's pretty as helpful as sam could get there you that, know like it actually being is. helpful there yeah but i know i love egret as she's coming up like she has her arrows but she literally grabbed like some of the flaming oh, dude, arrows that
0: they out him, of a
1: body and just there shot was, that was there was hard. A, a shot that you like you fought like you saw the arrow like go through like one of the little windows and, yeah. like, I don't know if it did hit somebody but like it was just a really cool like point of view
0: they show it hit the guy in the next cut yeah. and I don't know if it literally hits uh. the guy but uh, the next cuts a dude with a flaming arrow falling and uh, falling so down good. but
1: uh, no yeah so, some of these shots were like a lot of them is just chaos and you're just focused on like all the crazy stuff that's happening but a shot like that it was like i don't know it was just like really satisfying to see like ooh, like okay egret like i was like she just showed her her skill but also looking beautiful at the same time like yeah, the yeah, shot like looking
0: brilliant yeah um yeah, graceful as ever she's a mm-hmm. uh, god losing over and egret back to back man that I one fucking know. hurts season ah. four man they give you a couple wins you know they're like we'll kill joffrey and we'll kill Tywin. but <laughs> no, Between then, we're we'll going to kill two you, of your favorite yeah, fucking characters, okay?
1: Would you take the trade, you know, if offered yeah. it without, you know, haven't seen season four yet. Joffrey and Tywin for Egret
0: and Oberin? I mean... You, you kind of got to accept, especially considering pre-season four, you don't even fucking know Oberyn. <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, you're basically losing Egret and a new character you haven't even met yet. Agree? Yeah. I think I'll take Ja. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sad decision a sad to, trade, to make, but, but, but God, uh,
0: um, yeah, no, no I didn't, I don't didn't think curse. about
1: it like that. Yeah. Cause I guess, yeah. In Aaron, or, uh, Lysa, you know, she's in there yeah, too. So that's kind of me. a non factor. Yeah. No, that's just a neutral one neutral, of those
0: disposable that, characters where you're uh, probably just like, well, she was going to die did at some else point.
1: Die? I guess um, a, bunch of, a bunch of prisoners Gren, from the mountain. Yeah. Gren, Gren, um true true uh sadly not slint
0: yeah um, not slint not yet i think that's um, it I oh think i
1: think. guess the cannibal guys uh yes, in fact. which i would rather them die um so yeah, yeah.
0: On, big yeah. body count on season 4 though there mm-hmm. there is uh undeniably but uh yeah pip's not doing too well uh not hitting anything uh and mm-hmm you know <laughs> I, this isn't in the breakdown yet but whenever he finally does hit someone and he's like i did it i hit someone and sam's like is it over yeah. you know i'm like this is why i fucking love sam man yeah. like to be this witty this like so quickly in the heat of battle yeah. is it over no <laughs> then keep fucking going you know yeah. like uh good job buddy yeah good is yeah it's not we're not done <laughs> good job buddy that's what <laughs> you were supposed to do yeah.
1: uh finally yeah it could have like i don't know could have like i don't know i love sam, a, yeah, yeah, sam they, was, i don't know he he was on this
0: episode he yeah, was, he was. Uh, uh and that's what that, i think that's what kind of pays off about spending an entire episode of certain storylines you know like uh we haven't given sam or john bradley anything in this show so far character or performance not and it's because he never has the chance to, you know, he's, he's, he's a great character. Yeah. He's very consistent. He's been very relevant in a lot of stories, but just, just always, always a little part of every episode when he finally gets a chance to be top two main characters of an episode. Like that's a, uh, that's the shit right there.
1: Hey, I mean, this man um, eventually ends up as grand maester on the, yeah. on the brand's council. Kind of like, isn't he like, did he go back to the Citadel? Is that what he was doing? He was going back to, or maybe, I don't know why I think that. Maybe that's just my headcanon, that he went back there and he just led and, like, just read everything.
0: Oh, I, don't I know. think it must be a headcanon, because I'm pretty sure he's Grand Maester of the Seven Kingdoms at the end. Yeah, of
1: so that. why would he go back to, yeah, he probably just wouldn't go back there. Because that's in Essos, isn't it? It's not even in Westeros?
0: No, it's it's in Westeros. It's at, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's in the heart of, like, High Tower country, you know, okay. uh. Oh what's yeah, that yeah. land called? The citadel is at uh
1: Oh. Let's see if I can find it on the map. Um it probably be a little Let's see what in is Old it? Old town. Old town? O- Old town?
0: Yeah. Old, Old... town.
1: I don't even know which side of Westeros or which coast I should be looking at. The one in between Essos or the one I guess on the other side that doesn't connect if it's not a globe. I don't I don't know how the globe works up here. Um I guess I could have just Googled the Citadel.
0: Um, yep, Old Town is the second largest and most populated yeah. city in the Seven Kingdoms. Uh it's the seat of the high towers. Oh. and is the location of the citadel
1: that's where the high towers hmm. interesting yeah but so yeah it's like oh huh. anyway I, mean, I don't know why i headcan in that i guess no um... it makes sense
0: he had to go back to the citadel to get to become the grand maester you know like uh he had to to go he had to go back there to do that uh, Maybe that's where they get all the things. chains. Yeah, yeah. like
1: oh, they, that's where they keep them all. I don't know. They probably have them. King. They don't. They
0: don't, they they don't just them. send them with a raven or send them on a ship or anything. You know, they're they're like you got to come here. Uh, yeah, it's like a graduation ceremony.
1: Yeah, and you got to read one book before you go. Like yeah. I don't know, it's like just a a thing you gotta, I mean Oh, no, he can finally go in any section he wants to go
0: in, you know? He gets no hazed by the ask. other maesters.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a – it's just a fraternity. You,
0: you got to <laughs> read for 24 yeah. hours straight, pussy. You it's know? like,
1: yeah, the, the nerdiest fraternity, like, hazing ever. Like, oh, you better you better finish this book in one hour or else we'll make you read another one. <laughs> um, yeah, just like – I don't know. Just like that's all the punishment is just reading. So even if you're more punished, you just learn more. Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. learning.
0: Uh that's fucking fantastic. But nevertheless, uh, Alistair Thorne arrives with the reinforcements from the top of the wall via the wooden lift system, which is being operated by the small boy Ollie. Fuck Ollie till the day I die. And Alistair gives an impassioned speech here. Yeah. He says that the, the ancient, the night's watch has stood for a thousand years. She will not fall tonight. Uh, fucking incredible speech he gives here. Um, mm. and again, one of those moments where you're like, you know what? I kind of fuck with this dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I think um that's where my line will actually land. Uh this this episode. It was a surprising yeah. line. I wouldn't have wouldn't have thought it come from Alistair Thorne, but but man, it was I mean, he he rallied his troops behind him there, you know? I mean, he was as He did. He did. They were all freaked out. The I mean, they were scared as shit, but he came down there and then he showed what he was about too. like I mean, he said that and he was slicing and dicing. I mean, he was kind of going to town. Yeah, bro um, went in.
0: Bro went in. There's a reason, yeah. he's, there's a reason he's like the master at arms up there, you know, like he's got it like that. But, uh, yeah, he gets down there, gives them a speech and everyone chants following him into battle mm-hmm. as it erupts in the courtyard with and on the northern. Yeah, with me now, it's now so with me. I Just hard as fuck. Uh, but on the north side of the wall, a wildling strike force led by two giants, one of which is riding a mammoth, charge towards Castle Black's outer gate. And on top of the wall, Jano Slint, having uh no skills in any regard, uh talent talentless man, uh, a complete and utter fuckwit with no abilities. Keep, uh, going.
1: I mean, <laughs> keep going. Yeah,
0: like he deserves all of it. Like yeah, no, he is such a fucking bitch. Um, yeah. It's so terrible uh anything negative towards him right now yeah just just complete denial looking at two giants you know like when you look from the top of a 700 foot wall and you see two beings Mm -hmm. that look like the man standing next to you even at this different perspective Mm -hmm. uh like it's like oh that guy looks like the same size as this guy standing right below me but he's 700 feet lower Mm -hmm. um yeah that's when you know giants are real buddy yeah, and then
1: uh, and then you see oh that's not a horse that's a that's a mammoth fucking and, oh mammoth. there is something riding that mammoth that looks like it's riding a horse yeah, okay like dad okay. i think i think it was that he did see it but he was just like oh yeah he absolutely it. saw it and he's like no no,
0: no, no i didn't
1: no i didn't see that
0: um
1: <laughs> yeah i just that, that yeah.
0: can't be what's happening right now uh but thank you grin you know, yeah, friend, sure Shout out to realize. Grant. Like, Yo, yeah. just got word from down below. They need experienced men. You need to go down there. And he just goes away. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't do what Alistair did. He doesn't go, okay, well then it's yours. You know, he just, he just like, yeah, yeah, down below. Oh yeah, I can fucking hide down there. Fuck yeah. Let me go. Uh, you know, immediately plotting his, his hiding, but, uh, everyone looks to John and John looks back at everyone and he goes, archers knock uh, draw, uh, That's the whole winding up and throwing the fucking hand got to love that i mean i, I love was, a good knock draw loose i was
1: screaming at my tv at that point i was I, I i was in it i was in it with him it was just more like i don't know finally like he's leading people and you're right like this is different like this is in battle like this is war not just him escaping yeah. versus like a couple wildlings or or something of like that. But no, this is this is real
0: hardened yeah. John Snow
1: now. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh the the Knights Watchmen continue to rain down arrows on the advancing wildlings, even killing ones that are attempting to scale the wall. Uh and one of the giants, Dongo, armed with a massive bow. We know his uh, name? Yep, that's Dongo. Let's fucking uh, go. Let's Liam Neeson? Uh, is that he does the coolest kill in potentially all of Game of Thrones, <laughs> where he fires a giant bow up to the top of the wall,
1: hits oh, one
0: man, and sends him flying down 70, 700 feet. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, that dude
1: probably had to be dead on impact. I mean, maybe oh, not, because yeah. I guess it's true was like, his gut. Yeah, so I don't no, know. But it, like it's the, it's the size of his fucking body, man. Oh he was fucked. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, holy shit. Like, that's just... That is one I mean, you know what? If I was gonna go at that battle, that how that I mean that's that's me. That's like, where that, I wanna
0: be. I'd wanna because it, I even, wanna the, be on the receiving end of the giant forbidden arrow.
1: I mean the people down at the bottom when they saw him land, they must have been like
0: What, what the, the fuck, fuck happened?
1: How does that what is that? They had yeah, they you
0: know, had no the blood. panic you experience in that half second just like
1: <laughs> But then they had to just go right back to battle. Yeah, yeah. they're like they see that and they're like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, here's a cannibal coming to kill me. I, oh, I have to exactly. defend.
0: Yeah. like dude, I oh, fucking God. love Game of Thrones, man. This is such a good fucking show. Oh, uh, gosh. for that very reason. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah. he really completely obliterates a dude, uh, and a bunker atop the wall with one of, yeah. with a first arrow. Um, hmm. but, uh, yeah, shoved into the ground with a tremendous force. As it came from such a high height and the down arrow, in Castle
1: black. I don't know. That must have been like a whole tree. I know what I'm thinking. Yeah, about, right. Like that how that do you arrow, forge like, these arrows, dog. Man, that's like, yeah, that's. A, I don't know. That's a big. I just giant well, This stuff.
0: kind of becomes the technology for the dragon killing bow yeah. that they they try to construct in King's Landing. You know, just uh, not you know organically fired. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they don't actually have giants at the No, not world. south of the wall.
1: They fire these things, but. But man, yeah, that thing was nasty.
0: Um yeah, down in down in Castle Black, the battle rages on between the Wildlings and the Night's Watch where Stir and Egret continue to just fucking destroy at a at at, at quite the rate. You know, egrets egret's uh K D? Yes, K D. That shit's that shit's not even close I mean, to uh not even close to even. Yeah. Uh
1: no, she's, that's like, she's got at least 500 kills under her belt by now. Yeah. <laughs> in her whole life, you know? Like, yeah, right, right. She's been
0: right. killing. She's been this, killing. Ba- this battle, I'm saying she, like, to think that she alone, you know what I'm saying? I think oh, you're right man. in thinking oh, over a hundred people died. Yeah, all the, all
1: yeah. the villages they raided, and all, the, like, the deaths that she did there. I'm talking
0: bear? in this battle, alone,
1: mm-hmm. like, the Here's amount of bows she's firing. Or more people herself.
0: You know, like, I'm like, I think she killed at least, I'm talking at minimum 25, you know? Yeah. No, she, cause you gotta think,
1: Pip's firing arrows, he only hit one and he was excited to hit that one. Igret's firing an arrow, it's probably hitting someone. Yeah. Like, exactly. it, like, it, like, I'd say like 90% it's hitting someone and she and probably that's why fired.
0: Like, there's, there's gotta be more than a hundred nights Watchmen here that, and this is kind of just a hole because she is, yeah. She is yeah. mowing motherfuckers down oh, out here. Yeah. Uh. But uh at one point, a group of wildlings breach Castle Black's dining hall, and one wildling is killed when one of them throws a boiling stew in his face and beats him to death with the pot. Uh, the Castle Black's oh, cook my. named Hob calmly enters the dining hall and kills a wildling with a massive butcher's knife, and all the while, Janoslint cowards and retreats to a storage room where he discovers gilly and her baby and uh pip finally manages to kill a wildling with his crossbow uh but is then shot through the neck by none other than egret herself uh sam comforts him as he lay there dying a slow painful agonizing death and uh that whole scene where he's like it's okay you're going to be okay you know and like i appreciate uh, whenever you can tell it's not the character who's in denial he's just trying to comfort pip any way he possibly yeah, can he's like yeah. oh boy my dude's fucked okay uh, uh man,
1: Mr. Raymond's on his way he'll make yeah, it okay, it's gonna, okay. It's, it's gonna be fine man don't don't you just shush just don't even talk. don't even
0: talk buddy you, don't even try, okay. just,
1: you can't right right now but oh yeah no that was so sad but I found the number. It's actually a lot lower than I thought. Um visibly on screen that are for sure deaths. There's for sure thirty-six Night's Watchmen that die, die. Um that th- there lot. there are a few Before that could death. be possibly killed. Um There's the plenty show of wounded. I got
0: apparently it. Apparently
1: yeah. the show mentions fifty dead. Um at least okay, probably next a... episode. But yeah. So I guess it was actually less and then the show said more died um I would have thought it was the other way around, but
0: yeah, yeah. man that was, uh that was, it was was a bad look, bad look out there, but uh yeah r i p in peace pip rip pip um because my man's not getting up after that one, and Sam is you know he's like, well, this is just probably not the place for me anymore um he tries to head back to Castle Black's lift system, but he is spotted by the the warg the thin warg and he charges at Sam as he desperately attempts to load his crossbow, managing to do so and firing a bolt directly into this man's head right before he reaches him. So now Sam, under his belt, has a Fen and a White Walker. Uh, this dude's only killed two two things.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought there's... this was the main leader at first, whenever, it, right? oh, yeah. whenever he was exactly. on up to Sam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious that he was, like, fighting someone else, and then, like, Sam started running, and, like, he somehow sensed, like, Sam. He turned around. Like, he, like, sensed, like, yeah. I don't know, because he's a cannibal. And in my head, I'm like, he just, he sees, <laughs> he, like, can smell Sam. It's or like I don't know. Like, it's like a, it's like a pie
0: sitting like, in a like, window oh, still, like, with the, huh. with the waft yeah. of yeah. scent
1: floating. Yeah, and, and, he him, and, he and just, he's like, oh, now that's mine. You know, he ran after Sam after he saw him. But then, no, luckily he got that shot off, though. That was uh, that was a little too close for comfort there, Sam. Yeah. Um, but glad he did it. Um, I, I really thought it was the leader, but I'm glad the leader got got what he got eventually. We'll he get there. It. He but
0: deserved it. it. But uh, yeah, meanwhile, Alistair Thorne is locked in a vicious duel with Tormund on the catwalks of Castle Black and both seem evenly matched in skill, which is kind of speaking very highly of Alistair. This is one of those moments where you kind of realize just how much Alistair Thorne has it like that. Uh, however, he suffers a grievous wound and is forced to retreat, being dragged to safety as he continues to shout orders to his men and the uh the knights watchmen defending the wall manage to repel most of the wildlings attacking the outer gate, but one giant manages to make it through, greatly weakening the gate by repeatedly smashing it with his fists, managing to single handedly lift it uh yeah. How's yeah, that four inches of cold rolled steel or four feet? That's what I was going to say.
1: Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't really do much when someone can actually just lift the thing. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't even have to break it. You know, like nope. I love in, in like, uh, I don't know. It didn't occur to me until like the end when John was like, yeah, this is just them like testing their capabilities. Like this isn't even all they got.
0: Like, you know, they're just seeing what they can do. This is night one. Yeah. I mean, like if he, if, if, if they sent all 100,000 men, that shit would fall tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh this was them testing the idea that John was telling the truth when he said Castle Black had a thousand men.
1: Ah, mm. uh, that's you know? the real test. Is, yeah. For okay. the wildlings.
0: Yeah, they, like, yeah. John, like, they were trying to see if I told, told them the truth about us I having see. a thousand men. And now they know for a fucking fact we don't. So, like, Castle <laughs> yeah, it's Black. Like- Tonight is basically what he's saying. That's why he's like, I, I gotta go. To yeah. go. This is yeah. the only chance we have. Uh, but, yeah. uh, yeah, upon seeing this, John knows the inner gate will not hold against the massive giant if the outer gate did not. So he sends a group of, uh, of brothers led by Gren to hold it at any cost. Oh. And,
1: man, yeah. yeah, another, another one, but, yeah. uh, Somehow, six men, and a, you took down a giant. You know, I mean, it I took hate. every it took everything they had, but yes,
0: it did. Yes, it, it did. But uh, yeah, one of them is one of them is gravely afraid when faced by the giant charging at them. But Gren uses his last moments to stir the courage within his brothers, reciting the Night's Watch oath. And they ready their weapons just as the giant slams himself into the inner gate. And we do not see them until all of them are dead.
1: Mm. Wow, that giant's name is Magmar Tundoweg. Magmar Tundoweg. Wow, that's a. Magmar Tudoweg. Referred to by the Wildlings as Mag the Mighty. Is it like just a. Like, because it sort of looks like Liam Neeson sometimes, but like, I don't know if that's just like a thing that people have said.
0: Yeah, like, like, was it actually, like, take, like- I'm Pretty sure I read that that actually did, that did happen. Um But regardless, uh, Sam arrives to the top of the wall to ask John for more to defend the castle below. And John tasks Sam, he, he hands him the keys, he's like, I need you. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing very good down there. He's like, no, I need him more than I need you. Uh, and the build, like, building of the legend that is Ghost, kind of being like, yeah. I need my boy mm. and uh, him letting him out. And he's like, we need you buddy. And he gets out there and he just starts tearing motherfuckers up. Yeah. Uh, badass. Yeah. But uh,
1: You know, it takes his time to get like a good meal in there. And, you know, he's just <laughs> going at, at, at one guy's neck for a little bit instead more of fuel, right
0: more yeah. fuel. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's, whew. I mean, I was wondering like, cause I knew that they kind of came victorious out of this in air quotes. Um, but I'm like, man, I wonder like how the tide has really turned here. And then I'm like, well, I guess a dire wolf, yeah, that's actually like, that's actually pretty huge. Like even just that yeah. little little turn there is is pretty big. Um, but I don't know, like like Aliser was doing his thing down there, like doing well, and then John coming down to help. Like uh, it's actually like sort of believable that they mm-hmm. held because it was only that small group of wildlings from the the other side of the wall that were actually in there they they couldn't
0: breach the gate
1: yeah it wasn't it was just the
0: wildling so like Mm -hmm. or not the wildling the giant so like uh they were counting on the people who scaled the wall and that guy you know so like seeing that it is kind of like how effective would an attack from the north be if they sent everything they had at it. Would they send multiple giants to open the gate this time and just kinda of hold it up, maybe? I don't know. But uh
1: climbing well, mean, is off the table. I, I think, think they yeah. know that now. Like no I think maybe that's test. They're like, the we all- yeah. yeah, that's like pfft. I mean fuck. You gotta at least just go a hundred or a mile that way or a mile the other way. Just man, get attacked from the, the south, bro. Yeah.
0: Um but uh yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty hilarious. John, uh, John deciding, you know, uh, I gotta go down there. Uh, you know what? Ed, you have command. Fuck yes, you do. Uh, he's like, bro, what the fuck? And John's like, hey, just have them keep firing their arrows. If they get too high up the wall, drop the scythe on them. That's all yeah, you gotta do, buddy. You don't know what
1: the scythe is at all until that moment. You hear that and you're like, oh, I wonder what the fucking scythe is. You know, I wonder what that's about. And then you mm-hmm. see it and you're like, oh yeah that's the the scythe that makes a pretty
0: precise science by the way they have to be at a pretty specific height for that to be effective That's true
1: you know i guess it probably would have caused a lot of ice to fall and then like if anyone was climbing like good luck them holding on you know just all that but i mean they did actually hit them dead on which made it just way worse um, Ed was
0: like, I'm so good at physics. Check yeah, he's this like, shit out. Yeah,
1: he was, he was just sitting there the whole time, like, He was in his
0: like, mind palace not yet, Sherlock.
1: Not uh, yet. Not yet. You know, it's one of those, It's like, classic, like, oh, come on, no, they're getting too close. He's like, now
0: and now. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. He, uh, loved, like, I love Just keep firing your arrows. Way. Don't worry about these motherfuckers. I got something cooking for them, you know? Yeah. But
1: uh, he was up but, there. He was like. If we're gonna die, we might as well have some fun, boys. Yeah, that's Throw, you it. know, like and then like
0: just get get. He gets his own little there. knock. Yeah, draw loose. Oh, I yeah. love a good knock, draw loose, man. I'll I'll, I'll never get tired of it. But uh, when John right. descends the wall, he's this one of the best oners in the show. When he gets down there oh. and like he's just starting to tear tear shit up, and then he like yeah. stands there above the battle for a second and is like. God damn, man. All right. Uh, but he sees, uh, and manages to catch the attention of Steer, mm. the leader of the Fens. And the yes. two meet in a single combat where eventually the Fen gets the upper hand by knocking Longclaw away. And John, kind of learning from his past experiences, decides he has to do, uh, he has mm. to do what he must and smashes this man's face with an anvil.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, tosses him into the blacksmith's forge uh, Steer picks up John and begins strangling him but John spits blood in his face which right. is what Carl did to him.
1: Yep, find a little uh, dirty and yep. learning his lessons
0: Yes uh, he
1: is, is. It, no. no distracts uh, no him just
0: problem. long enough for him to be able to grab the blacksmith's hammer and bury it into this man's skull Yeah,
1: could, I mean, could have been a little more painful in my opinion uh, having this guy go, at least it was I don't know, just getting him done. It was it was like nothing. Um, but I don't know, I would have... I don't know. Maybe like a couple limbs chopped off before he died. Or, I don't know, something more than just a hammer to the head. But at least yeah. it came from John. Um, and I did, th- I did think the other thing that died was this guy. Um, Steer. Yeah, I thought Sam killed Steer. But then when John... Whenever he was fighting John, I'm like, "Oh, John gets to kill him. That's way better." Yeah, I was like, "Ah, yeah. oh, no, I'd rather have John kill him."
0: Um, yeah. No, this shit. Uh, this shit looks bad. Uh, cracking the skull like that, but yeah. uh, killing him. John turns around to find Egret, who spotted him fighting Steer, and Egret's oh. pointing her arrow and her bow at him with an arrow drawn, and he does nothing but smile.
1: That smile, yeah. man. Yeah,
0: like it's like, oh, man, I fucking missed you, dude." Uh and it causes Ygritte to hesitate and before either of them can say anything, Ygritte is shot through the chest by an arrow fired from Ollie, avenging the death of his father at Ygritte's hands during the wildling attack on the village.
1: Go back and, to being the elevator boy, Ollie, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah, what did John tell you? Stay by the
0: fucking elevator, you worthless pussy!
1: It was honestly Sam's fault. He yeah. was the one that said, grab a weapon and fight. You know, before, yeah. like, he had to that little brief, like, pep talk or, like, little hype speech. And he was the one that said, find a weapon and fight. That's true. You know, so. Damn it, Sam. Ollie, he is just a kid, but still fuck him. I don't care that he gets hanged. I don't care. I don't I, give I, a I, fuck I, that I this wanna, man
0: gets his neck broke. Yeah, okay. I, I want to get there.
1: I, I can't, like, that's, that's a. I uh, can't, I, I, that can't come fast I, enough. Yeah, like, I don't care.
0: Like, I know John comes back. Where's I know Ollie doesn't. Yeah. that i feel icky watching in this show and a kid hanging by his neck choking the life out of him is not one not of them. one of those things not
1: one of them nope <laughs> that's what the choking do to you. that's what that's insane that yeah, no, show yeah
0: any other circumstances this gets bad, but uh, mm-hmm. fuck Ollie for life, bro. I feel like Ain't I'm Ollie. probably
1: on some sort of watch list after that <laughs> yeah, or something. Right. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the government can't really no, hear that. Yeah, in, that's in, not in something that I uh, I yeah.
0: condone in any true sense of the word. Uh but in this fictional setting where death is wanton and I want it for Ollie, uh yeah. I'm I'm a go for it. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh John holds her in his arms. As she tells him that they uh they should have stayed in that cave. And that's that's my line. Yeah, yeah. I remember, mean, remember a, the cave. Yeah. We should have stayed in that cave. Ah. And then him and then John kind of doing for her what Sam just did for Pip and kind of being like, "We'll we'll go together, you know. Uh We'll go back." And then her getting to drop the the most famous line one last her time. Part. Yeah, you know nothing, John Schnurr
1: just insane that these two are actually married two children now a boy and a girl
0: Lovely. they went back to that cave in real life they, did. they didn't need the show you, you know what that's the happy ending that they deserve mm-hmm. you know I can yeah, maybe, I can always I can always be good with that
1: yeah uh, maybe maybe this was taking up too much time I, I have no idea like how their relationship worked and like when and like when she was first pregnant but like in my head canon in which is real life as well, I guess, is that she just got pregnant, and then she needed time to take away, and then they were just together, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, we'll kill me off. I actually
0: sure. don't think they were confirmed to be together until after they had – after she died on the show. Like, I don't think their relationship was public the entire time they were on the show together. Um
1: But they were together, but just not – i don't know, even
0: think that, that,
1: that they've were together they
0: been very very private about it which i respect like kit harrington like in interviews about it is like hey man it started when it started um that wasn't what it wasn't while they were filming uh it was it was kind of like the like that's when they met and that's where they probably sparked quite yeah. a bit i'd assume but apparently that's not when they started dating which is which is interesting to me but uh regardless they're they're happy happily married now um, and I'm, I'm happy for them because this is one of my favorite on-screen relationships of all time. But, uh, yeah, he, he holds her in his arms in a shot that mirrors quite heavily the shot of him holding Daenerys in the finale of the show. Um, mm. and, uh, they, they lament the circumstances that prevented them from being together as she succumbs to death. Um, yeah. yep. but atop the wall. Dolores, Ed, who John left in command of the defenses, orders the men to drop the scythe. A huge section of ice suddenly falls away from the wall, revealing a massive anchor-like blade attached to a chain that swings. And it mows down a bunch of wildlings attempting to climb its face. And Ed notices that upon this, the wildling forces are like, all right, you know what? That's cool for today. We're all good. Uh, and they, can head, they head back into the forest, proclaiming that they have stopped them for now. But that the Wildlings still outnumber them one thousand to one.
1: Yeah. It's like like the game one of the NBA finals, but you know, he hit that buzzer beater. Like that yeah. was like it sent like the crowd had nothing else to say. They were like, All right. Um, that's our cue to go. Uh, we'll yep. be back tomorrow. But exactly. we won't climb in the wall. Anywhere near <laughs> that thing. Um Yeah, I don't know. What a like a moment to get Egret's death and like just be like, oh man! But then like you get like a sick badass sight just drop and you're like, oh well, that's just too cool to not be like, yeah, okay. Right. know like, oh, That was just too cool. Um, but yeah, this a roller coaster. This ep- like, and I mean, it just did not stop. Like that's like once the battle started, I mean, it was just moment after moment after moment like it just chaos. Um, and yeah, like I like crazy how this one just is. Like under the ray I mean I, I do still think like yeah, Battle of the Bastards, that's just a different tier of like a battle yeah. episode. I remember um like when like probably episode three of season eight, that's just pretty strong. I mean that yeah. was that was badass. Um I remember a battle, um Jamie and Braun, Lannisters versus Daenerys and the Dark Yeah,
0: as- that's season it, seven.
1: That one was just I just remember just visually was beautiful. But like okay. this as like as a whole episode
0: there's a lot of character work here. There's yeah. a lot of fantastic acting moments. Like, there, there's a lot of forging of characters that I didn't even really realize happened in this episode. Like, the, the way that this episode is more formative than probably any other episode of the show on John and Sam is kind of impressive, you know?
1: Yeah. It's like, the penultimate episode of a season that it, it's got, you know, like, they're always something big. Always, something big happens there, and I don't think usually it's a death. You know, if someone. Oh, how died. about
0: Egret joining that penultimate episode yeah. uh, death count? Ned. You know, you got Ned, Rob, Ned, or Starks, Rob, who was
1: season three. What happened? That was that
0: was Rob. That was Robin. Oh, okay. season two was Blackwater, huge. so ah. it wasn't anyone huge, but it was oh, just okay. Stannis' forces, uh, and then Egret kind of uh, kind of joined in that. Uh, yeah, a goodbye list for the penultimate episode. Yeah, the
1: goodbye, but definitely the like the new birth of John and Sam. Like uh, they they were already on their climb, but this is this is whenever I don't know. Things they're change. Hardened. Yeah, they're hardened now. They got that experience.
0: But um, uh, yeah, below after we see them retreating, a heavily wounded Tormund is surrounded in the courtyard, but continues to fight desperately, being the only wildling left alive. In Castle Black,
1: dude, tanked and, like seven but, arrows too. Yeah, dude, John he was, was like, all right, here's one more for good measure.
0: Yeah, he's like, you know what, fuck this, man. I I, I want you to stop. Let's. I like you, man. Let's yeah. chill out a little bit. Uh, and w- this was the moment that I decided Kit Harrington was my performance. The the shift that happens in him. I know he became the leader mm. earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. but becoming the brooding. Dark force that he is happens yeah. in after Egret's death. Whenever, uh, whenever he right. just shoots him in the leg and, uh, he's like, I should have killed you when I had the chance. And he goes, I, you should have. Yeah. Uh, that
1: was, you're right. There was a, a stark change in him. Like, right yeah, at, like yeah. that's, and uh,
0: it, that's intense. You know, uh, yeah, yeah you like should have killed me.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's not like that before today. No. Uh, no, he's not. not. Not before an hour ago. He's not even like this that. This
0: man's, uh, this man's different now. And I really, 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 really like his performance of it. But, uh, yeah. Sam returns down to, uh, to Gilly, just like he promised, and discovers Janos Slint, who have hidden fear during the entire battle. And, uh, against all odds, the Night's Watch have repelled Mance Raiders forces for the time being. But the following morning, what is left of Castle Black's garrison begin to regroup and prepare for the next inevitable attack. And John discusses with Sam that he has a suicidal solution to the end. Um, he plans to assassinate Mance Rayder, noting that he is only the, he is the only thing binding the wildling clans together. And uh, his death will rob them of that purpose and leadership. And Sam's like, dude, that's a terrible fucking plan. And John being like, yeah, it absolutely fucking is. You got a better have way- a plan? Yeah. Do you have any other plan to not die?
1: Because tomorrow we will. We thought we were going to die today. We got lucky uh, because they didn't send everything at us. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I was trying to think like in Sam's shoes. I'm like, well, let's see. What other options do we have?
0: There isn't one. Nope. Yeah.
1: Diplomacy is the ultimate. This leads
0: to one uh, one of the coolest little things in this entire show, I think, which is, uh, Like the reason that they don't get attacked again and John doesn't die or even kill Mance Raider is because Stannis Baratheon's forces, for some reason, go north of the wall to talk to the Wildling clan, uh, to talk to the king beyond the wall. That's Um, what happens. Yep. They get, they get surrounded on all sides and by Stannis Baratheon's forces.
1: Oh my God, that's right.
0: Yeah, so pretty much all of season five and into season six, save for when they go north of the wall, uh, Sam, or not Sam, uh, Stannis Baratheon's forces are at the wall. That's like the entirety of the season. Um, huh. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm like blank on a lot of that that happens. Like, I, I know the stuff that's north of the wall that I remember that happens next is like the, is it hard home?
0: Oh yeah. Hard home.
1: Like that. That's, that's the one thing that I just, just remember the night king raising everyone up and then having mm-hmm. the one boat of the there's guys. Like, of shit, watching that. That's like the shit. next big thing that I remember in between there. And, and then
0: that is probably the next big thing that like, what I just described is literally the next thing that happens beyond the wall. Huh. Uh, and I don't know that we do much beyond the wall before hard home comes back around. Uh, but regardless, uh hmm. they go below to the castle to the tunnel to find uh Gren and his team having stopped the giant from uh entering and they uh they have to have all the bodies burned. But before John leaves, he remembers the promise he made to Gior Mormont and decides to leave Longclaw with Sam. And uh the little conversation here where he's like, open the gate, close it as soon as I am out. And uh Sam's like, John, come back. Mm. And John, again, with that little smile, looks at Sam and is like, you know what? I'll, we'll see. You know, I'm cool. I'm cool if I die now. You know, there, there's a. There's something that I've always thought of John in later seasons, and it's that he has a death wish, like 100 percent. He's doing everything he possibly can to die. Mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. He wants to go out in the most honorable way possible, so he's always trying his best. But if when he goes and faces down an entire fucking army by himself, just standing out there, dumb as hell, he knows he's probably going to die. He just happens not to die in season eight, episode three. A, a, a undead dragon roars in his face, and he roars back, yeah. bro. A man that's not afraid of death is probably the most
1: fearful thing, yeah, in the world. I don't if You're... he if you don't yeah like. If you don't fear death, I mean, that's just – he just got lucky a lot of times. <laughs> like, what am like, you're right. Yeah, he was – he just managed to get out of it a lot. But mm. he didn't care. You're right. He did roar back. I forgot about that. He did yeah. just scream <laughs> back. He, like, screamed I'm back. I'm part dragon, like, too, bitch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, no, oh, man. Like, but I always thought that started when he dies. Hmm. Now this is when that starts. It's after Egret yeah. dies that he goes, "I can die," you know, which mm-hmm. is kind of fucking sad, man. Maybe that's you what know?
1: he meant by like, "We'll go to the cave." He's like, "Yeah, no, you know, yeah, what?
0: no, like I'll follow you."
1: Yeah, like I'm, yep. I'm coming soon. Like Don't that's worry. what
0: reframes what he says to Thor- to torment a couple seconds earlier. It's not like you should have. I'm gonna fuck you guys up. It's you should have. I wish I was dead.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's definitely it. Yeah, yeah. That, like,
0: you should have yeah. killed me. I'd be much happier dead than I am right now. Dang. Woo. Yeah. No, that's John, why Kit Harrison, man, I had to go with him. He was performing that so fucking good. Uh, no, I but
1: really
0: that's like the thing. The John Bradley had too many good moments, I think. Yeah, like, so like, I
1: really was. Either, it's
0: it. those two. So I think that if we spread the love, I think it's fine. Uh, but uh, Sam tells John to come back and he takes his he takes his leave uh but that concludes the episode one of my favorite things about this scene too that i think is just i don't know kind of funny cuz i wonder what this dude was up to during the battle when sam turns around and like waves the fucking torch uh-huh. And and like the the gate raises. I like to imagine that during the entire battle there was a dude who just like watched the giant versus gran and his troops and was like, Nobody knows I'm here. I just gotta uh-huh. keep this gate lowered, you know, like <laughs> nice.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess Oliver still fuck him, but he had to just be the elevator boy. Yeah, And yeah, I guess there yeah, there's someone there. Probably. <laughs> and uh, what well, a
0: real one this guy is for not even questioning why John might need to go beyond the wall. He's just like Oh, someone needs me to open the gate. Okay. Okay, oh, that's my <laughs> signal. That's my cue. That's my job. Open the gate. Yep. Everybody everybody usually forgets I'm here. You know, but, like <laughs> Yeah.
1: At least Sam remembers me. I'll open the door. He doesn't even know it's Sam or John, probably. I don't know. No, like, just sees
0: a fucking flame at the end of the hall. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but, I, uh, I thought about that. And- yeah, I didn't again. either until this watch and I saw, cause I thought Sam was gonna like pull a lever like right next to him, but then he like turns around and waves an entire torch and I just thought it yeah, was. Yeah, so I awesome. guess
1: that makes sense cause then the giant could have just gone in there and then opened it up. Yeah, like, exactly. Right there. So he had to breathe the game. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, that one guy, he was super excited to do it. Yeah, he saw that yeah. signal was like, finally I can do it. I can do my job. Um, but yeah, no, that but was... yeah. I think
0: this is I think this is time for a rating. And this is mm. genuinely, you know, I, you said you uh, you felt like you kind of slept on this episode. and I didn't. And I'm still massively surprised by just how good it is. Something that I found in episodes I've been anticipating wildly is that I remember like they're all they're all very they're all super fucking good. But I remember them as perfect. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, well, I could I could poke holes here. Mm-hmm. This is better than I remembered it being, in like every regard, and that that doesn't happen a lot. And uh, so, like enjoyment wise, I'm at a surefire ten with this one.
1: All right, good. I was like, no sumai needed enjoyment. This is this is. I'm glad we're back at a ten for an episode. We've had a lot of 9.75s, seven fives, a lot of nine we fives. We're getting close, but this one, after I was done, I'm like, we're back. Like this is uh this is back at a surefire ten. Yeah, I, I was I was there uh, for sure. And, uh, How man, long I 10 mean, since a 10, uh, since the reigns of Castamere
0: since the red <laughs> wedding. Wow. Yep. All right. Yeah.
1: And then before that was the climb. And then we gave old. a few
0: tens in season three. I think this season, ironically enough, has been the season. We've been the most lenient with the tens, mm. uh, or not lenient. The, the most, uh, staunch with the tens mm-hmm. we've, we've, uh, even though I would probably argue, undoubtedly, it's the best season so far. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, no. It's just the the stakes are just higher. Like you you've you know the characters more. Like there's huge deaths happening. Like no, this this season is is just different. And like the it the is. things, I don't know. Like the, yeah, it's uh, I guess the numbers might not reflect it because I mean there was that one episode. Jamie kind of Jamie's storyline dinked it a bit mm-hmm. um, there and then.
0: Episode five was just yeah. all in all underwhelming for how good it probably should have been. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I mean, yeah, every King
0: other episode. coronation, man.
1: Yeah. I know. Living it yeah. up,
0: buddy. Uh, um, but no, this is
1: every other episode. I mean, it's been a nine two five or above pretty much like every yeah. other episode other than that. So I think it's, I'm still there at, at like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, we underappreciate how good season three is
0: um season three is real fucking strong man like don't get me wrong i i just think that there's a there's another level to expanding the story and in in this season and kind of the culmination of a lot of arcs Tyrion Mm -hmm. finally being in the crosshairs of his of his family Mm -hmm. which has been something that's been happening while the wildlings versus the night's watch finally comes to fruition uh there's all sorts of stuff that it feels like is reaching its full potential Um, and it's only halfway through the fucking show, man. It's only halfway through the fucking show. So, uh, we got a lot to look forward to, but, uh, critically, this is again, one of the best episodes of the season. Mm -hmm. I thought it was visually maybe the best episode. Uh, I think the only one that gives it a run for its money is, uh, episode six, the laws of gods and men. Uh, I, I
1: this one's pretty strong performances, like the, the actual character development we saw here, like it's one surprised location
0: me. and that was what surprised me. I knew the action was epic. I remembered, I remember mm-hmm. awesome kills, like the shit Egret was doing and what the giant did, but I didn't expect to be so fulfilled story wise as far as John and Samwell are concerned, which is, uh, something that I, I, I fucking love to see. So I, uh, I'm close to. The best of the season, nine seven five. Um, it's either that or a nine five. I think.
1: I think it's the best of the season. I think. I think it does deserve that that bump. Um, all right. For how? I don't know. It, it it shocked the hell out of me. Like I, you're right. Like yeah, I knew the action was awesome. I knew the scythe was coming, and I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for that. I'm right, I'm waiting the for the giant to go under the you know under the gate. Like I'm waiting for all these big moments. But man, was I actually more interested in Sam like just from mm-hmm. the very start I'm like whoa okay Sam take the show like you're you're like I don't know you're you're dominating right now and then out here and then John yeah I know this arc like I never really saw the like dark twist in him that that happened right here but like yeah. it's very clear now like now no, yeah and that's what's interesting it. is you
0: binge it through and it's like I didn't realize how cuz he's always been intense Mm. but he's never been grim you know like he yeah. he's he's at least had something that felt hopeful in him like a a sense of purpose he knew exactly what he needed to do but it was in a hopeful sense of what he needed to do this he knows what he needs to do and he plans on dying uh to do it and that's a, a it's a different change in him yeah. which i think is it it looks it looks good on him and the rest of the show uh kid harrington the 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 numbers are about to skyrocket for kid Harrington and John, yeah, so. yeah, the future
1: uh, is bright for john uh, he'll definitely this he'll get quite a few by the end of the show that's yeah. for sure um yeah. but yeah that that shakes it out to a nine eight three average uh which is the the king of the season um and let's see last a little season, kinder
0: than i m d b i m d b at a nine point seven so mm.
1: It ties with uh, the red wedding. Uh, of Castamere.
0: I would never have told you that I thought that was the case prior to this rewatch, but, but I, I'm terribly confident it is.
1: I'm there. Yeah, no, I'm I'm there. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a a ninety four, not even a hundred for this one. Blasphemy. Rotten
0: Tomatoes. Um, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes kind of annoys me sometimes,
1: but some people just have to be. Someone has to be the critic, you know, and yeah. they have to probably feel good that they are. But anyway, no, this one is a, uh, a surprise the hell out of me. Like, I don't know. I was I did underrate this episode a whole lot, but now I'm I'm a big fan, big fan yeah. of this penultimate.
0: Um, yeah. Where would you put this amongst the penultimate episodes we've seen? We've got okay. Blackwater. We've got Ooh. Baylor. We've got the Randy a here fucks. in this one.
1: Baylor is like Baylor's.
0: Mm hmm
1: visually was beautiful i remember like that. i think like, we're
0: looking at shockingly enough like i a, still think you go one three four two like i loved this season for fin- this penultimate episode but it's still yeah. not Baylor or reigns of castamere uh yeah
1: the red wedding is different yeah like blackwater i'm it's above blackwater for me, this I one think kind
0: so. of washes Blackwater, which is kind yeah. of which is kind of crazy, you know.
1: The, the I think Baylor and Reigns of Casimir—that's one and two. Uh, I mean, not like interchangeable. I think Baylor is still number one, and then Red Wedding number two. But the gap is very small, and then a little jump uh, down for this episode, and then I don't know, kind not a sizable gap, but but Blackwater is comfortably in fourth place.
0: Comfortably um, the the least likable uh penultimate, which is saying a lot considering I fucking love it. So uh
1: all fa- yeah they're all
0: they're all fantastic
1: ultimate for a re yeah I know that like they they have that that energy about them. Uh, that they, yeah. they all have that same penultimate feel. Yeah we got um, a few
0: we got a few big penultimates left. I can't really remember season five's penultimate episode because and, oh, yeah. Hard Home is eight.
1: Yep. The Dance of Dragons is the episode oh, title.
0: Oh, that's when, I think it's when the Sons of the Harpy really, uh, I think that's what that is, when the Sons of the Harpy, like, attack Daenerys and her whole squad.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Is that, like, when does one of her dragons go down? To season seven
0: penultimate oh, okay,
1: episode. Okay, yeah. That's not not then. Okay. That is a
0: penultimate episode, though. Season seven's penultimate okay. episode. Yeah. Season six is Battle of the Bastard Bastards, and season eight is when Daenerys burns King's Landing.
1: Let's see. Um looks like John watches Wildlings enter inside Castle Black, Stannis watches as Shireen is sacrificed. Ooh! Uh Jamie sits and speaks with Doran. Arya or Lana sells loyster's clam- oh Arya's in full nobody training mode. Oh, Danny yeah. claps to start the fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. During yeah.
1: riots. Danny climbs on and rides Drogon. Okay, that's like whenever it's in the gladiator pit. She gets oh, that's on the
0: first time, time she ride. rides Drogon and yeah, burning shit. Okay. Yeah. What okay. happens? That okay. Penalty? Yeah, so. that's... That's it. Uh, that, and then that. he flies off, and she gets taken in by the Dothraki to join the Doshkalin. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we've got like like we just all that, all that is still ahead of us, dog. Yeah. There is so much that happens in this show, and you know, next yeah. after next week, we will be season-wise officially halfway done. Um, That's insane. That's nuts.
1: And the back half's going to go faster than the first half. Yes. We got less episodes to cover. Um, but man, yeah, I know it's it's just been this rewatch has been nuts. Like the Very the amount I'm getting out of the show still on my fourth or f- I don't who knows how many times I've seen it by now. I don't know, um, but man, every time it just gets a little better. Yeah, um, I noticed something a little more that I didn't notice before, and this one was John's sad boy arc. Right yeah, now, John uh, officially
0: becomes the sad boy. He hmm. does, but. uh with that, I think we will conclude this episode of Winter is Blooming. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content and a $1.50 tier, which will get you nothing but written content, uh, That uh that being mostly movie reviews. Over there, Uh it's it's been a lot of fun to get back into writing and for a dollar fifty a month, you can support this podcast financially and get all that that you want. And for three dollars, you get our audio content and any fictional works we might do. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, And you you get to support this podcast financially. It's huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Pennybloom Podcast. Our episodes have started uploading on YouTube. So yeah. if uh if that's where you're listening, we appreciate you greatly. And we'd ask that you subscribe. That'd be super fucking awesome because that's another way potentially we could uh we could monetize and make a little quiche, which would be very cool. Um and therein, let's see, head to threads and follow at pennybloom podcast as well. Um remember to leave a five-star rate and review and download some episodes for me, if you will. Um We've got a lot going on right now. We are doing a director spotlight, as this week is the Greta Gerwig. week. Oh, Gerwig. Let's go. The Gerwig. We are talking three of Greta Gerwig's movies. Uh We got uh, Lady Bird coming tomorrow. Uh We've got, uh let's see, Little Women the day after that, and then Barbie the day after that. So a uh, big, big old, big old Greta Ger week for us. And then Friday, we continue our comic book movie journey through film. And that will bring us the likes of uh,
1: Batman, Begins, Batman Begins, I believe. Yeah. Ah, a
0: couple back, a couple mm-hmm. episodes back to back where we'll be joined by Claire DeGennaro. Uh mm-hmm. She's joining us for Barbie and Batman Begins. So we got an, we got an, adi- uh, an additional co-host this week out right. of Claire Janeiro. So we, we can't wait for you to hear that.
1: Uh, Kind of adding
0: to our Nolan. Yeah, tick on
1: the Nolan. Yeah, Yeah. another little tick on the Nolan spotlight, which is nice.
0: Yeah, just a little Um, extra. Just a little extra. We just wrapped that up with Oppenheimer last week. But we're going back to Batman Begins this Friday. And uh, we'll be back next week for the Season 4 finale, which is kind of crazy that we're already there. uh, We appreciate you greatly if you've been enjoying this rewatch, and uh, we we hope you enjoy it as well. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And knock, draw, loo-